0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Inshallah, I hope you're having a wonderful day. just want to share some quick, exciting news. I have a new ebook out. It's called Marriage Advice for Single Muslimers. If you have been thinking about marriage and you have questions that you need answering, such as, once I get married, will I lose my freedom? What are the red flags I should look out for? What's a halal way of finding a prospective spouse? How can I get to know someone without dating? How do I know if he is the one? If they are the type of questions that you have, or maybe you have a friend or a sister who is thinking of marriage, but she needs some answers, then the book, Marriage Advice for Single Muslims" is the book for you. You can purchase it at smartmuslima.com. In total, I have answered 28 questions, and these are mainly, they're the most common questions that I have been receiving from sisters when I have done the Muslim Marriage Masterclass, and then when I, I am they fill in the survey that's on my website. So, take a look, it's uh, smartmuslima.com. I have got the link in the podcast notes as well, and I'd love to get your feedback on it on the book as well. Assalamualaikum. Today we are going to be speaking to Sister Summer Asamoa. She is a Muslim convert. Assalamualaikum, Sister. How are
2: you? Alhamdulillah. wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. I'm very good. How are you?
1: Alhamdulillah. I'm well as well. Um, so please tell us, what, began, what made you become interested in Islam? Okay,
2: um, I think I've always kind of been interested in Islam. Basically, I was raised in a really... Um, quite strict christian home Mm -hmm. Um, and uh it was different from a lot of christian homes in the sense that um we used to go to church on saturdays Mm
0: -hmm. um
2: because that was considered the sabbath just like in the jewish faith the saturday the saturday is the sabbath day so Mm -hmm. we used to also go to church on saturdays as well so um this is something that like was different from a lot of the christians that i knew Mm -hmm. Um, growing up i used to go to and when i went to secondary school i used to go to a um Church of England school,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um, I found that um, basically a lot of the girls who were Christians, um, they didn't really practice Christianity, so they didn't they didn't go to church, and mm-hmm. they didn't used to like pray, they didn't used to fast. But you know, in my family, we were raised doing these kind of things.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so at that age, um, even though I had known Muslims when I was in primary school as well, obviously when you're in primary school, you're just a little kid, you don't really care about these things generally, but. um when I got to secondary school and we started having RE lessons and things like that, that's when I started to kind of learn, I had like an idea about Islam a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, you know, I learned that Muslims fast and then they pray and these things. And there were quite a few Muslim girls in my class as well and in the school in general. So um I noticed that um because Muslims fasted and prayed, especially when it came to Ramadan, um, mm. this was something that kind of stood out to me. And I felt I felt like um I had some I, I was close with Muslims that made me kind of feel close to them because I felt like we had things in common whereas mm-hmm. with the other Christians that I used to mix with I didn't have as much in common with them because they didn't use to pray or fast really you know prayer mm-hmm. was something that was kind of once in a while it wasn't something that you know they did like kind of regularly and, and the other big thing as well actually was that um, my family we was raised to not eat pork so we never oh, ate pork
1: okay so um
2: that was another thing that we did like that I found like if I go to a Christian family's home I had I had to be careful what I'm going to eat because they usually eat pork but mm-hmm. so that's my parents who always warned me about that like, oh careful what you eat be careful what you eat um, but when I go to my Muslim friend's house it was you know free for all mm. I could eat whatever I want <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> basically
2: um, and for that reason as well that's another thing with my parents they used to um, often not all the time but they used to often um, buy their meat from the halal shop so i kind of had this familiarity with muslims and i always just felt close to them for these kind of reasons like it was like being with muslims would meant that i was in a safe place
1: Mm,
2: you like that's so interesting Um, and uh, for me i just i I didn't understand why muslims didn't believe that jesus is god i just couldn't understand that because i didn't know that muslims actually believed in jesus Mm -hmm. at all alayhi salam so um yeah, when I was in secondary school and we used to have RE lessons, that's when I found out that Muslims believed that Jesus was a prophet. And I was just, I was so baffled. I was really confused because I'd never, I'd never thought to myself, oh, well, you know, um, why isn't Jesus like, uh, why, is, why is Jesus like considered to be um, God or anything like that? I, I fully believed that Jesus was God. He was the son of God. It was not not something i would ever questioned
1: mm-hmm. in um,
2: in my, you know, in my faith at the time in Christianity.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
2: so it was something that I I really firmly believed in and um, I but at the same time I had this I was you know as the years went on through school I just had this growing love for Muslims any friends that I had that was Muslim always had a good relationship with them you know as I said it was just you know when you go to your Muslim friend's house you know that yeah you're you know you can eat whatever they give you <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> these kind of
1: things you know. Yeah. So would um, you, would you say then that so having like were these Muslim friends were they quite Islamic then or were they just like kind of like just just your average Muslim but
2: was just average Muslims mm. I would say that
1: wasn't so so Islamic
2: um, yeah yeah just the average Muslims but, I mean
1: but there were certain like as well as the so there was the food was there um were there certain traits and qualities that they had that you did that you found nice compared to like you're comparing the kind of the way some of the Christian, you know, I'm not saying we're all Christian, mm-hmm. but the, what, the Christians that you were meeting. Mm-hmm. As far as morals and, you know, kind of behaviours and things like that, did you have more in tune with your Muslim friends? Um, I think so.
2: And that was just due to the strictness, I think. Like, obviously, like, you know, it, my phone. We weren't allowed to have boyfriends. Uh-huh, it might, okay. Uh huh. The way I tell you, I was really very strict. We wasn't allowed to wear jewelry. Okay. Mm. Wasn't allowed to go to the cinema. I never been to the cinema till I was like sixteen because my mom thought it was haram. Yeah, like she didn't say haram, but like her know, version. Yeah, her
1: Christian version. It was,
2: like, yeah. Oh, it's called the cinema. You know, the first sin is sin. So like, it's a sin. You shouldn't be going to these places. So uh-huh. she used to stay. My family was really strict like that. Like they mm. loosened up like once I got to like you know late teens kind of thing, but by then I'd already kind of rebelled and gone my own way so you know now my family have like more kind of um, relaxed views but when we was growing up it wasn't like that so when I used to meet with my Muslim friends and they came from I found that they came from similar backgrounds basically they had the same kind of restrictions not allowed to do certain things and it was obviously tied to their religion some of it was cultural as well
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So you, you know, I would come across some things which didn't make much sense to me. For example, one of my friends, she was like Iraqi, and mm-hmm. her parents allowed her brothers to marry non-Iraqi women, but her, her and her sister, they was expected to marry with Iraqi men, which I thought was silly you know and so there was like but and I could see that those things was cultured it wasn't specific to the religion even though I didn't really know about the religion at the time Mm
1: -hmm. so so did you um alcohol were you not allowed to drink alcohol either
2: oh yeah alcohol it was um not that we wasn't allowed to drink it but it wasn't something which was like you know um you Encouraged know, not, or done you a know, lot? lot not encouraged because, like the Bible does say that wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is oh. deceived thereby is not wise. So this is one of the verses in the Bible. So it's not something that's encouraged, even though it's not considered to be like prohibited.
0: But mm-hmm. you know,
2: there's plenty of examples in the Bible where that show that you know people who have drink and drunk in excess, like you know something like, like it's not praiseworthy. Do you know what I mean? It's something that's mm-hmm. criticized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like alcohol is something like we, we my family didn't drink it. My parents are not people who drink alcohol, really, to be honest. My mum mm-hmm. may be like on a, an occasion with a family if they had like a little bit of wine here or there. She might have like a little taste or something, but that would be it. It wasn't something that was readily available, you know, at home when I was growing up. Like, you know, some people have in their homes. It wasn't like that at all. Mm-hmm.
1: OK, so then what was the turning point for you? Okay the turning point for me
2: was um, basically when I was in college okay so I was living quite rebelliously. I was at home but I was kind of living in a double life yeah so I was just doing like whatever I wanted when I wasn't at home. When I was at home then I have to obviously beat in the rules and behave like a lot of Muslim um, teenagers do actually. Like, so Yeah have, that, that's exactly like, what I was thinking. <laughs> basically yeah so that's what I'm saying I really felt like I had a similar life with them because i had friends who they used to wear hijab like when they leave the house and then when they get like near school then they would just take it off uh-huh. do you know what i mean so they used to have this kind of different things that they would do like their parents expected them to do certain things and they would do it like in front of their parents but behind their parents back they would do something else so i was basically doing the same kind of thing and i think um, as much as obviously that is not something good but i think for me coming into islam it um this kind of mindset understanding um the kind of pressures or the way that you know it is to be in a family that's quite strict religiously and having this kind of rebellion in you that you want to just do your own thing i kind of under i I had it like you know when you become muslim when you become muslim basically um sometimes Muslims, uh new Muslims, kind of expect that it's every every Muslim name is going to be perfect, or they're going to be mm. really practicing. I didn't have that idea. I knew that wasn't the case. Oh, I already, see. You that's because good. obviously, I've I've grown up with these people, so I mm. know that that's not how it is. I know that it's not all rosy. So that was from that perspective. It was kind of good. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, um, how I got basically to be a Muslim was, and um, one day um, when I was in college, had a um, had Muslim neighbours. Okay, so there was a, there w- had two sets of Muslim neighbours. I used to live in a block of flats, yeah, mm-hmm. in London, and um, the family lived upstairs. I think they was, I think they was Pakistani. I think um, they might have been Indian, right? And then the family downstairs, they were they were Indian, right? So. The family downstairs, there they was all girls, like three girls in the family, and I was friends with them. And then the family that lived upstairs, it was um, I think one girl and two boys. And there was one of the boys, he was like maybe a year or two older than me. But when it when I started going to college, which was the, like the local college, it was like walking distance yeah, from where we lived sometimes we used to um you know sometimes we used to walk home together if our classes finished at the same time or whatever so we'd bump each other and we kind of started this relationship with you know friendship it wasn't nothing like you know it wasn't boyfriend or girlfriend or nothing like that yeah but we were friends because he was my neighbor yes um so uh we started talking about different things we had like we liked music and stuff like that and one day basically i think i can't remember where i was coming from but i was on the way home and i got on the bus and i saw him sitting on the bus so i sat with him we just started talking and i don't know how but we started talking about religion mm. and we were talking about um, you know jesus yeah and i've been so curious all these years why don't muslims believe that jesus is god so i started telling him about christianity and you know jesus from the perspective of christianity and that jesus died for our sins you know and all this kind of you know stuff like Bible bashing a little bit, you know. I wasn't Mm. practicing Christianity myself, but like, you know, I still believed in it. So I was telling him all this stuff about Jesus and stuff, and he was sitting down and listening to me. And I was really surprised that he was listening to me,
1: Mm.
2: and excited because I thought, oh, like he's listening, and I knew that I I understood Christianity and I I know the Bible. So I was thinking, well, if he is listening to me and he's convinced, then you know, that means that I can convince other Muslims. Yeah, and then oh. they'll be guided.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: like I literally I had that in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's funny is that like his older brother had started practicing like recently, and um, there was like rumors in the in the in the block that we live that um, oh he's married a twelve year old from Morocco. Oh, OK. Yeah, basically, because the sister, when she came, she was completely dressed head to foot in black. She had niqab on everything. So people started circulating these rumors that, oh, oh yeah, no. went to Morocco and, oh, you know, he's married this 12-year-old and brought her back.
0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: So people said that, and then as, at the same time, what happened was that after his brother started practicing, he, um, he came and tried to give that to my dad oh okay and my dad kicked him out of the house
1: yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) so you know I knew how my dad felt about this kind of thing so when he was listening to me I really was impressed the fact that he was listening because I thought well my dad didn't want to hear what your brother was saying but Mm. you're listening to me so I I thought that was you know respectable it was nice and um, when I finished talking I completely like dominated the conversation. When I finished, he was he looked, he looked at me and he smiled and he just said to me, Oh, that's really nice. Would you like to know the Islamic perspective? So oh. I said, Yeah, of course, that would be great. Because as I said, I was thinking if I can understand where these Muslims are coming from, I can tell them where they're going wrong, and then yeah. I can just like correct them. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is what had in my mind. Okay. I was really excited. So we got home. He went upstairs to his um flat and then he came down and he gave me this book by Bill Phillips called The oh, Truth jesus christ
1: Mm
2: -hmm. so and i was just looking at this book and i thought oh this book is really small i'll be done with this in no time yeah so Mm -hmm. alhamdulillah i took it and that evening i sat reading this book in my room and i was reading this book and i was like halfway through the book and i was just like oh my god i need to become a muslim really wow because literally the book is so like clear And I'd never read anything that was just so straight to the point. And the thing is, halfway up until halfway through the book, all the references that, you know, talked about Jesus and who he was, they were all from the Bible. Mm. So I had to be, I kept checking the Bible because I was thinking, how can this be? How can this be? And I kept looking at all the verses because they use references from the King James Version, which is the Bible that I used to read. Mm -hmm. So when I was coming across these references, I was thinking, oh, how can the Bible say that? So I would open the Bible and I would check it. And I was just like, oh, it's exactly the same. So he's not; they've not changed anything or edited any words out. Nothing. It was exactly as it was written there. And I was just thinking, how comes I've never like thought about this before? Mm. So I was convinced. Basically, it made sense. Like Jesus didn't say anything different from any of the other prophets. He never told anybody to worship him. He never claimed to be the Son of God. He never told people that he was God. It was that simple. Mm. So I'm like, wow, I need to become Muslim. So I finished reading the book and the rest of the book that gave some references from the Quran talking about Jesus and stuff and I was like wow like you know even like you know there were so many things like that you know it made sense you know subhanAllah so the next day I just said to him like yeah I want to become a Muslim.
1: (laughs) Wow he must have he must have fainted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He he, he thought I was joking because I was completely wild at the time like oh right completely wild and like you know, the way I used to dress, everything, like, completely, completely well, so I think he, he didn't, I think he just didn't believe me, but he was kind of surprised, and he just said, okay, well, my brother knows more than me, so why don't you come and talk with my brother, you come to my house, and we talk to my brother, and stuff, and, like, his wife will be there, and whatever, and their mum was there, and everything, so um that's what I started doing, I would go to the house, i will go upstairs to their flat, and I would just any questions that i had i would talk to them and alhamdulillah his older brother gave me some more books like comparative religion like christianity islam um by ahmed um ahmed didat
1: ahmed didat
2: yes yeah so i had he gave me one of those books it was quite a thick one but i went right the way through that so finally it was just great and i really loved it because it was talking about all the prophets and you know the different things was jesus really crucified all this kind of stuff and i was just like wow this is great you know i was right into it but for me already that time i'm a Muslim. Mm -hmm. I hadn't taken my shahad or anything like that and I think they was kind of still trying to give me more information I think maybe they wasn't feeling thinking that oh I'm really really serious but for me I was already telling people that I'm Muslim now
1: Oh, okay yeah
2: (laughs) wow it it was weird because I was working in a pub at the time as well
1: okay
2: OK, and I was a cleaner as well in the, in the same pub. So I'd be there early in the morning to clean the pub. And then afterwards, I would start like the early shift when the pub opened. Mm-hmm. So I'd be, you know, meeting the, you know, the early morning drinkers. And so you, know, so you were a
1: you were barmaid.
2: Yeah. And I'll yeah. be telling people that I'm Muslim.
1: <laughs> so, Why? That's,
2: that's what, so, yeah, there was quite a weird situations, But yeah,
1: but people seem think- to like that. As someone, I've just had an idea for the title for this video, Barmaid to Niqabi. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, I think, you know, that's the kind of titles people do, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah.
1: So, yeah, that, that's, okay. that's how it was. Oh, humbly, like, isn't that so... It's, I, I'm, I'm, like, speechless by the simpleness of that one, a Muslim gave you a book. Well, yeah. what, first of all, actually, it's the fact that that a Muslim listened to you, you know, like mm-hmm. the fact you said, you know, you said that he did, he was listening to you and that made you then want to listen to him. Yeah. Because, um, And then he gave you a book that just had this truth, very plainly. Very plain. Mm-hmm. And really, subhanAllah, when I was
2: reading that book, I literally felt like a light had literally just been dropped on my head. Like, like yeah. my whole being had been awakened, like the word epiphany, like, you know, literally. Yeah and I just thought oh my god like it's like I knew that from day, that day my life was just going to be completely different you know what I mean and it's like you know it had the goosebumps everything it was just like yeah, wow like I just enough. felt like you know this is it now I have yeah. to be serious
1: I was so still how, working
2: at the pub, but yeah <laughs> yeah how
1: how then so okay so you've described yourself as being like wild so then how did you find changing your life from this wild lifestyle to a muslimer how did you manage that
2: Um, it was it was a progress I I obviously didn't change overnight but I think what I have as my part of my personality I don't know what it is but I don't have an addictive personality Mm -hmm. so I don't find it hard to stop doing things okay I mean I'll do something just because I want to do it Mm -hmm. If I don't want to do it then I won't but I'm not the kind of person that like oh I'll be doing something then it's like oh I'm dependent on this thing and I need to keep doing it I don't have that I just mm-hmm. don't have that in me alhamdulillah. Like, mm-hmm. so it wasn't something difficult. Like, um, so I still changed gradually. I didn't stop yeah. like straight away. And mm-hmm. I think part of that because, you know, still being naturally rebellious and obviously as well, like the Muslims that I used to hang around with, they did the same things as I did.
1: Mm-hmm. So we
2: just kind of keep doing them together. And the brother, one of the advices that he gave me, the best advice he gave me that like, I wish I'd taken it like sooner um, was he said to me, stop hanging around Muslims that don't practice
1: ah oh, okay yeah
0: yeah so
2: um which I didn't take his advice at that time it took me a while yeah But for me that that's like that, that is like the most golden piece of uh, advice and I know like we shouldn't say if and all that kind of thing but I hmm. like this is for me that's kind of personally one of my regrets because I feel like if I had taken his advice at that time but my life hmm. could have been a little bit different but you know alhamdulillah you know all
1: our yeah. guides, and you know, I was still on the path, but yeah, you know, because is, is, it's is, is that because why is that? Would you say that being around Muslims who then are not, you know, we're not so you're not saying you were perfect, but being around Muslims who were bad examples of Muslims, mm. why was that so it's not good for you?
2: Um, I think because, um, be, as I said, be, being from a Christian background. And having my own kind of rebellion against Christianity, because for me personally, I always believe that one day I'm going to be a good Christian. Mm -hmm. I always had that in my heart that one day I'm going to be a good Christian. When I used to go out clubbing, I would pray to God and ask Him not to take my life because I didn't want to die in the club. I still Uh. would like one day I'm going to be a good Christian, but I need to like just go to this club right now. But that's kind of (laughs) you know what I mean. I just had this like thing going yeah. on so like I was it was almost like I was making deals with God yeah mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. making deals with Allah basically so when I became Muslim it's like I'm still in this time yeah I had like you know it's like you have plans I know I knew, obviously as a Christian I know that I don't know when my life is going to be ending I don't know if, I know that I could have died any time mm-hmm. but like still I was just thinking like you know so when I became Muslim it was just like oh that means that I I knew I was going to have to start changing more rapidly because I kind of had it in my mind that oh maybe when I get to 20 then I'll stop doing these things Mm -hmm. but I became Muslim when I was 18. Mashallah. No, it's just like I'm in the middle of my stuff now (laughs) so Mm. like so on one hand I was I was so happy that I'd become Muslim and I knew this new truth and everything but at the same time it was just like oh why is this happening now because like I still need to finish up like
1: did it's you was true. so was the idea you you did you feel you would if you you didn't want to stop having the fun you were having and
0: yeah
2: I suppose in some ways it's that kind of element of just like just being wild and rebellious and just doing whatever in it like and mm. it's the, and I knew that yeah it w- it is going to be a change mm. you know so and as well even for me as I said I always believed that I was going to be a good Christian yeah mm-hmm. one day like a seriously good Christian like super Christian yeah but becoming a Muslim you know that there's more changes you have to stop actually doing certain things you have to stop drinking you have to stop you know fornicating even though these things in christianity is not good yeah Mm, yeah. you have to stop like you know you have to change your way of dressing you have to like wear hijab correctly properly these kind of things you have to pray five times a day you know Mm. these are not options and i understood that Mm-hmm. but at the same so 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 for me I, I was going through this kind of change but as i said hanging around these the muslims that weren't practicing it's like you're in a comfort zone yes
1: that's so it you know, yeah these
2: people who they identify as muslims but they're still not practicing so mm-hmm. you feel okay because that's what they do and they've
1: always done that and they're yeah. not dead yet so <gasps> yeah you- yeah that's yeah so, you're right yeah. it is a yeah, so can I, mean, I yeah so, so so to end me so I'm really interested to know how did your parents react to your change in- um, well not good okay
2: that's that's another thing I waited for a few months to tell them yeah uh, I think main reason was because I was studying at college and I didn't want to get kicked out because I really did expect that they, I was going to become homeless yeah that's ah, what I had in my mind right they didn't kick me out but it wasn't good at all like my mum just thought that oh I've got some Muslim boyfriends I must oh. be having some kind of affair with a Muslim man oh. therefore I, I want to become a Muslim which I didn't like that because I'm not that kind of person mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I thought like I would I, that really upset me because I just thought like I wouldn't change my religion because of a man like mm. that's just like it just it would not happen um so that I didn't like that and my dad as well like you know he wasn't happy about it and you know was telling me that I'm going to go to hell and all these kind of things you know started viral bashing me and this kind of, and I was I thought <laughs> I thought I was trying to help these people I was like oh like but look I've got this book and it says this and you know like you've read these books yeah um and you're trying to show them like because for you the evidence is so clear yes you know
1: but like, but you I were just think, ending like, up antagonizing them more basically
2: yeah and in the beginning like
1: it was difficult
2: because I just thought to myself like how, how can these people not see they can read like they're supposed to be clever like why why don't they understand this I've understood it why don't they get it but you know it just was like that for a while so you know I had to focus on myself and building up myself as a Muslim and learning about the religion properly as well because when I did start practicing or trying to practice those Muslims that I had been friends with, um, you know, they started questioning certain things that I did, for example, because mm. for them, they followed Islam from like a, a more cultural aspect. They didn't know the certain things about the religion, but mm. they didn't know that they didn't know those things. They just thought when I started doing certain things or stopped doing certain things, they used to think, well, oh, you're being extreme. And I said, right. well, no, it's not extreme. This is Islam, mm. you know, and I'm following actual Islam. I'm not following your egyptian culture or your moroccan culture or your pakistani culture or your iraqi culture i'm following islam as it's been revealed that's what i'm trying to do so yeah whatever your cultures are i'm not interested Hmm. i can eat your food but i'm not interested in following what your mom or dad says is islam i'm interested in what the quran and the sunnah say so yeah there was a, a bit of a clash there yeah yeah it's basically like what I did that helped me the most was I left um I left from London and I came to Newcastle to study so that kind of just took me away from you know all those friends and helped me to like just start a new chapter and you know I was on my own for a while and I had to learn a lot of things by myself because when I first came to Newcastle I didn't know anybody here didn't know any Muslims or anything like that so literally I was doing everything alone Mm -hmm, and when mm -hmm. I first started um fasting when I came here and it was that that year it was um I think Ramadan was in like maybe October or so so my Mm -hmm. first year fasting as a Muslim I didn't know anything about Laylatul Qadr I didn't know about breaking your fast as soon as possible I didn't know nothing about Suhoor. all this I I just I just fasted I woke up in the morning I prayed Fajr Mm -hmm. didn't eat for the whole day when it came to Maghrib I'll go and pray and -hmm. then I'll just go and carry work I, I, I sometimes hadn't broken my fast till like after Isha oh okay so like this is the kind of things like I didn't know because there wasn't any Muslims to like tell me like Muslims that I would meet in the prayer room for example they knew that I was a convert but they didn't know anything about like what I know about Islam like they didn't kind of give me any information anything like that it was just like oh mashallah she's a convert that was it
0: Hmm.
1: so I guess there could be I think one like as I'm hearing what you're saying I think as as Muslims I think I'm really thinking we could should do more to support converts you know reverts like yourself that be more welcoming like you're right we love it we love hearing revert stories mm-hmm. um but we need to be more supportive i'm thinking you know that's something we can do better i think in, yeah, China. in there.
2: and i think I, I know in newcastle it is like that now i think it is there's a lot more support for muslims because they have an islamic diversity center here oh, okay. which that's their main focus is taking care of new muslims and oh, they give so down good. and everything but I mean, I think the year that I came here was the year that that had started as an organization. So, um, yeah, basically, I was, I was just kind of left to wing it for a while, which I didn't mind so much at the time. But as, as I said, it's like when you don't know what you don't know, mm. you get on with whatever you can do. So I was just making the best of whatever I could, learning yeah. my prayers. And I had another friend who had become Muslim just a week before me because I didn't take my shahada till like the following year. I see. Um, and I had a friend at the time she took her, she had um, the week before I did. So she used to kind of check on me cause she got married to a our very practising brother. So she had like access to like good, like authentic Islamic information mm-hmm. So in contact. And you know, she would always, uh, she knew that I was crazy. So she would always like kind of call me to check me to make sure like, you know, check what am I doing? You
0: know, mm-hmm. how's it going?
2: This kind of thing, my progress, am I doing my prayers and stuff? But I mean, once I started, and um, once I learned how to pray five times a day alhamdulillah I was doing it all the time you know alhamdulillah it became like you know a, a normal thing for me so yeah so it's oh. just it was just like yeah. that and I, those are the days when we had cassette tapes as well so I used to listen to those alhamdulillah
1: yeah. you know alhamdulillah yeah. well it's hair summer yeah I yeah. inshallah it's it's always nice to hear how people found you know Islam and how they found truth and and your story so it's I the simplicity of it is just alhamdulillah is is lovely uh inshallah we must speak again inshallah, inshallah soon inshallah
2: for having me. i really appreciate it oh. oh i here.
1: sorry i forgot to mention you have a youtube channel called tell us it's nick the nikabi diaries. diaries yes yeah so inshallah diaries. if for for the viewers if you'd like to see hear more of you know about um what someone's doing because she's also writing a book at the moment please follow her on the gabi diaries and she um she has a podcast the same name as well Yes, yes. Um, yeah. okay then inshallah take care asalaamu alaykum Wa-alaikumsalam wa-ra-kumsalam 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 wa-ra-kumsalam.